Alright, boys and girls, listen. It's episode 82 of the podcast. 82. Episode 82 of the podcast. And um, we're back. We're better. We're a little, hey, we're down. We're down huge. Let's be honest. We're down huge after week one. And by that, I mean week one of our betting career, our, our betting season. Um, we're down huge, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay, but I am down huge nonetheless. This is BD Radio with a co-host, Cam. And alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Ryan, a.k.a. Groobs, a.k.a. The Goat. How are you, brother? Doing good, man. Like you said, uh, we both, I think a lot of people took an L last week, so it's a little rough. But, hey, we're back. We're better. We're going to hop back on that saddle and get back after it this week. So no doubt. Got, a, got some good stuff going in the works, already looking ahead, and we're going to have a great weekend. No doubt, no doubt. Um, yeah, it was a, it was a rough weekend in summary. Um, it was a rough weekend, um, bad beats galore, but Hey, it's okay. We're going to be fine. Let's do a, uh, let's do a summary real quick. Um, our bets for this past weekend were my bet was in college football. My first bet was Auburn plus six. We're going to hop right into that game. Um, hate to see, hate. Hate to see the plus six miss here. Um, but I'll be honest, as an Auburn fan, I'm nothing but encouraged coming away from that game. Um, just simply because they went into a hostile environment. It's a brand-new coach. It's a brand-new coaching staff. Honestly, a brand-new bunch of players. There's a gang of players out there that haven't really played a whole bunch. Um, the only real true, tried-and-true veteran out there on the offense, in my opinion, is uh, Bo Nix and Tank. So it's um it was I think they both performed fine. Fine being the key word. Uh not great. Not good. Fine. Um but honestly like I said I come walking away from it playing the way they did. I am I'm the future is is encouraging to look forward to uh in the Brian Harson era still as an Auburn fan. Uh literally the only negative that I took away from it was one you can't you can't give that kid a target and penalty. Our 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 hardest hitter in the in the middle line, in the linebackers core, you can't give him a targeting penalty on the goal line when he's just trying to stop the kid from scoring. Um, we got to figure out what targeting really is and modify it accordingly. And second off, that was the worst fourth and goal call I've ever seen in my life. The number one worst. So um, those are my takeaways from that game. And uh, there's that. Yeah, you don't like the the fade there at the end, and you know Bo throws it to the six. You don't you don't like to see that. Um, watch that game. I mean, I, I was you know flipping back. I had two TVs at least going at that time, so it's going back and forth between that and the Georgia game. Mm-hmm. And uh, like you said, they went in there, they competed, which was nice. Um, but at the end of the day, I kind of knew this was going to happen. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew Penn State was going to do that i didn't want to tell you that last week to be honest with you but um i knew it was going to happen you so you knew that they were going to win by eight points i knew it was gonna be a close game um that's why i didn't take it uh, i wasn't shocked that the under was close to hitting um i you know live lines help but yeah they did um yeah i wasn't too shocked by that result 
I had told you they, they had gotten tested already. They went into Wisconsin and did, they took care of business there. So, um, I'm not too shocked by it. And again, you have to be encouraged if you are an Auburn fan, the way they fought, had a chance there at the end. That's all you can ask for first year head coach. No, that's the truth. That's the truth. I'm not, uh, I'm not, I'm not going to say I was shocked by it. I'm, I'm not shocked by the mediocrity of the quarterback play. I'm not shocked by, yeah. Um, I'm not shocked by how well our defense did. Our defense held strong. I mean, when you got three and outs galore on the offensive side, or at the very least one first down and cue it, um, it's tough, man. Right. It's just tough, especially when 100,000 people in all white are yelling for the opposing team. It's, um, yeah. it's difficult. It definitely is. I mean, it's a road game first off. I mean, like you said, hostile environments, a whiteout in Penn State, that's always tough. But, I mean, again, they fought hard. Wasn't too shocked by the by the results, though. Not going to lie there. Um, bone X is just Bone X when it boils down to it. So, we'll see what he does moving forward. You know, they got a cleanup game this week. I believe it's uh, Georgia State. So, that'll be, you know, interesting. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, not too shocked by that result. I um I hate that you're not shocked by it, but I understand. I'm I wasn't shocked either. Um I uh I was just glad um going into the second quarter. I was like, "Hell yeah, this is a ball game. This is good." Um I hate that our offensive line couldn't take charge. Uh that was That's going to be your biggest thing this year. That was unfortunate to watch. Especially going against the big boys, it's going to be your offensive line. Yeah, I, Um that's a weakness. I don't know if it's a it's I don't think I don't know if it's a weakness, but it's not a strength. You know, like it doesn't stand out as your typical Auburn line where they're like, these boys can block. You know, um, these boys get after it. It's a uh, it's suspect for sure. Um, hopefully they iron it out, and I'm sure a lot of it had to do with them not being able to hear and um, things might change. Uh, hopefully they right. change further down the year. And Auburn typically shows progress, per, you know, week to week, typically. They never come out great. I mean, that's just not what they do. Um, right. But they finish strong typically pretty consistently until they get to the bowl game and then they're flat. But um, I uh, I expect them to get better, especially under Harson. I don't know if you got, I don't know if you heard his quote. Uh, it was pretty funny. Um, that he, uh, he said, guys, I'll be honest, uh, if, uh, if y'all have any nerves or anxiety going into this stadium – and I need y'all to give me your shit and get off the bus. <laughs> he said. He said because you're not built to do this game. You're not built. This, you're not built to play the game. Well, that's. I mean, butterflies aren't a bad thing. It means you care about it. I don't think that's what he meant though. If he's talking about like you're scared to go out there, yeah, that's what I I'm agree saying. with that. But at the same day, if you have a little bit of nerves and a little bit of you know butterflies, that, that's normal, and that usually goes away after the first hit, though. No, I mean, absolutely. That's uh, Obviously, he's not talking about, you know, your your typical... He's talking about going out there being scared. Exactly, playing like a like a, like a like an expletive. Um, but uh, that was good to see. <laughs> uh, but all in all, I lost a bet, so that's tough. Plus, uh, plus six, and they hit it at eight. Whatever. Um, what was your pick? Um, again, I... Didn't take anything in that, but we'll, we'll go with some a little positivity here. Uh, since he minus four, I'm not gonna lie. Since Cincinnati had no business winning that game, they did everything they could to lose that game right there at the beginning. Um, that first half was atrocious, um, but they turned around in the second half. So you gotta you gotta tip your cat to them. They did what they were supposed to do and covered. 
Um, I know you had this one as well. So did you actually watch this one? Yeah, I mean, I sweated that game out. Uh, I actually ended. I'm telling up, you, that first half was rough. Yeah, I ended up netting positive in that game, but um, it was a. Uh, I mean, Cincy plus seven and a half was a lock. Uh, but it was a. Uh, that was the sloppiest fourteen point win I've ever seen in my life. It really was, you know? and I, hey, I got to give credit where credit's due. Indiana's a pretty damn good team. They're physical as crap. Yeah, I didn't know they had um, their quarterback you, returning, though, because he's electric. Yeah. For better or worse, he is electric. He Makes some bad decisions. I swear, what, that's exactly what I'm saying. He is a he yeah. makes plays for both sides of the ball. Right. Did you see that the students broke a bleacher up and held it above their heads during that game? What? Yeah, they tore a bleacher out of the stadium and held it up during the game. In the student section. Why? Because they're wild. Such a weird I think it's dumb, but I think it's hilarious at the same time. It's such a weird thing to do. Oh, it's 100% a weird thing to do, but hey, drunk college kids are going to do drunk college kid things. Yeah, Penix made some bad decisions. I still believe in Cincinnati's defense. They got owned a little bit, I'll be honest. But, um, yeah. but uh, I think they are a good team. Uh, they won't make the playoffs. They won't beat Notre no. Dame, I don't think. Um, no, I don't think so, and that's saying a lot because Notre Dame almost losing to FSU was Notre Dame's dog water. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it is it, that game's going to be in Notre Dame, so I'll be shocked. I'll be shocked if they win that game. If they do though, and they win out and they win convincingly, I really they won't put them in. But I really wish they would put them in the playoffs so we don't have to hear it. You know? Yeah. Let's just hope. I mean, there's a possibility. I mean, they're what top ten team, so they're top eight. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a possibility. Yeah, it is. Um, what was your next one? My next one was um, I took Cincy minus four there. I, uh, my next one was Bama yeah. minus fourteen. This so let's get into this. This looked so free initially. Oh, I mean, we were texting. I I got it at thirteen and a half, and I thought that was a steal, steal. At, the, at the beginning of the first quarter. Absolute steal. Yeah, same. Um, so here's my question for you, and I I've been going back and forth on this one. And I think it's a little bit of both, but is Bama worse than we thought? Like we kind of talked about last week, and is Florida a little bit better than we thought? I think, I think here's exactly what I think. I think Bama is immature and young, and I think that Florida is a more mature, less skilled team with home field advantage. That's and it culminated into the. The younger, spryer, more athletic team running all over these old dudes, taking their foot off the gas, and then letting these guys call call back in it because the older guys on the Florida team knew it was still going to be a four, uh, you know, a, a sixty minute ball game. Right. And um, I think that's that's and all of this culminated into the fake close game that it actually was. Um, right. I think if all if if Alabama keeps their foot on the gas, they win by thirty. You know, if 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 Mac Jones is the quarterback this year. They win by 30. Yeah, I've never really seen a Bama team be that soft on defense, mm. especially against the run. Well, it wasn't early. Because good God. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It wasn't early. For whatever reason, something changed, bro. I don't know if it, it might have been. Hey, it, we might have to tip our cap to Mullins. I don't think we do. But um, we might have to tip our cap to him and say he made an adjustment and he out he outcoached Saban, which never happens. Right. I mean, Saban at the end of the day won the game, so. Right. Exactly. Um, but uh it's uh I don't know. There's definitely 
this makes the Florida Georgia game interesting. You say that, but to me, I still think I just don't know. I think anybody that's going to try to run the ball on our front seven is just not going to be good. And that's pretty much all Florida did. And Emory Jones is still going to have to make plays. And granted, he might not even be the quarterback at that time. Yep. I mean, we didn't see him on Saturday yep. against Bama. Yep. But yep. apparently this Anthony Richardson kid is really dang good, but apparently all he can do is run as well. So here we are. They're going to have to be able to throw. Nobody's going to really be able to run the ball unless you have a guy that's – Not consistently, no. Not No. If, as, as long as somebody – I guess we're we're getting on the Georgia topic now, but uh, as long as somebody can figure out how to stay balanced, if they can run the yeah. ball enough to not, you know, to to not just say, okay, we can have we can have six guys in the box and be fine, right? You know, it's one of those things where if you become one dimensional against that defense, then you're screwed. Well, it's borderline impossible to be one dimensional in the SEC. Period. But with that True. team full of that many athletes on that side of the ball, it's just. It makes right. it. And it it's just one of those things. It. It's one of those things when you look at it. Like I look at Kentucky, great. I mean, they've been good this year. Um, they had they got a big win over Mizzou, who I thought was going to be the number two team in the East this year. Um, I thought Florida was going to be three, and then Kentucky. But Kentucky goes out there and beats them. What did all do they do? All they do is run the ball. Yeah. I mean, Rodriguez is a great running back, one of the top guys in the league. Yeah. Or in the conference, and yet. If you you shut them down, they're only a five and a half point favorite over Carolina. Yeah, it's nutty. Carolina's not good. No, not at all. Not at all. So I um I don't know. If you become one dimensional, it makes it really hard, especially if you're going to be running the ball against Jordan Davis. It's impossible. So back to Florida, if they all they're going to do is perimeter run again, I just don't see that working. No doubt, no doubt. Hey, real hey, real quick pause to the live to the live viewers here, um, Shane. Grooved and Cam with the hottest takes there. You know how we do it. Shane, like the hey, like the post. Uh, if my friends are in this live stream right now, like it. I just need likes. We need hearts because it shows more people on your feed. Like it. Share it. Do all the cool stuff. Next, Dan Esslinger, the new BDE brand would look so good on y'all. We're literally waiting on you. Did you send me the email of the packets? We'll go over the logos on stream. I don't, I'm down. <laughs> I'm down to look at the logos on stream. Ryan, you down to split split payment? We're gonna pay him for his, for his services. All right, cool. Yeah, love that. Smash that like button, baby. Smash <laughs> them hearts. Um, yeah, Dan, send them send them to my email, and we'll pull them up on stream, and we'll give it. We'll give our critiques, our our likes, and our dislikes. Regardless, we're gonna use them because I've already seen a few of them, and I'm I'm, I'm a fan. But um, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll see what everybody else thinks as well. Literally, give me ten minutes. I bet. Um, yeah, Alabama, Florida. Like I said, way more questions than answers in that game. Um, I think uh, we'll see. We'll more answers than my questions, though. You, you, I mean, that confirms that I thought like I thought Miami was shit. And Miami, yeah, that. now that's true. But I'm talking about from an internal standpoint. You really can't control. Who oh you're playing, yeah, I mean, man. Florida and Bama. I think Bama's a little bit better than they end up showing. Um, but I say that, but the twenty-one to three, I feel like is more what they are. Yeah. But at the same time, they have some weaknesses that you've never seen before. True. Or at least here recently. And then Florida, they're maybe they're a little bit better than I thought they were. Maybe. Uh, I'll give them a little bit of credit. We're, but at the end of the day, I still Florida think still. we'll be 12 and 0. Yeah, Georgia, Georgia's looking good. Um, all right. So what is your next bet? Uh ooh, this one's a fun one. Oklahoma minus 22 and a half versus Nebraska. Um, they look bad. <laughs> Oklahoma just just 
and it sucks to say because I'm rooting for them. I want them to make it, but man, they did not look good against Nebraska. I I, I don't know what it is. Maybe maybe Nebraska is a little bit better. Um, they should have. I mean, that Illinois game at the beginning of the season, I thought was like, hey, this is who they are. They're going to be a bad team. But, I mean, they came out and competed. Yep. I mean, they worked their butts off that game. And it was a hard physical game. It was a fun one to switch between, between that and Cincy. But, yeah, I mean, that just bad number. I mean, yeah. OU just didn't cover. Yeah, um, Oklahoma's, Oklahoma's dog shit. Um, they're, hot, they're, hot dog, they're hot dog water buns. And... Um, uh, I think uh, I don't. I, I think if they get in the playoffs, they'll lose by thirty-five. Uh, I think they're. I know. I think the Rattler kid. He's underwhelming to say the least. Uh, he's definitely their worst quarterback in the last seven years. Which, to be fair, to be fair, all of the quarterbacks in the last seven years are Heisman caliber and in the NFL playing quarterback. So. I mean, yeah, Baker and Kyler were both Baker, Kyler, and Jalen. Picks hard to hard to follow up on that one. Baker, Kyler, and Jalen, all NFL quarterbacks. Okay, Jalen, but I consider him more Bama than I know you. We all do, but we're 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 from down here. We're from we're Bammers. Yeah, we're Bammers and Georgians. Um. So hey guys, welcome to the stream. Y'all just joining us. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Um. My next pick. Oh yeah. In summary, Oklahoma's dog shit. Uh, my next pick. Cincinnati, Indiana, under. The only reason I took this is because the app told me to, and once again, I fall victim to the A-grade trap. For those that are new here, you don't know what the A-grade trap is. Uh, for our loyal listeners, they understand the pains and suffering that we established and went through when it comes to football. in 2020 in the football season last year for the A-grade. So I have an app that tells me, Based off of X amount of simulations and experts, I pay money for this. Don't judge me. Actually, judge me. I don't really care. Uh, oh, it gives boy. you a grade, A through C, on the bet quality. So this was an A-grade bet, meaning that it had a higher probability based off of simulations to hit versus the latter. So this one was Cincinnati, Indiana, under 49.5. All I literally had to do was think, okay, Cincinnati has a quality quarterback that's electric. Indiana has a team that put up 42 points against Ohio State last year and a lot of returners. They're probably going to put some points up. Yeah, but you put a lot of faith in that Cincy D. I put way too much faith in the app. That's what I did. I'm an, that too. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot, and I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I'm exclusively using logic from here on out, and um, I'm tired of it. Um, well, we can just roll this into my next bet. Obviously. Um, because this was a grade A bet in your app after I had already bet on it. And I hated that. Um, that's the Virginia Tech plus three um, against uh, West Virginia. I mean, West Virginia did everything they could to lose that game there at the end. And Virginia Tech had a chance. And it was the worst fourth down play I've ever seen. Um, Worse than a 50-50 ball on the two-yard line in, in, a, in an away environment? Um, I mean, yeah. He at least threw the ball up. This ball, I'm pretty sure, went like into the like on a, on the ground, like in at somebody's feet. Oh, so yeah, didn't even give him a chance. Yeah, that's negative. But yeah, bad beat. Thought Virginia Tech was legit. I think you were right. All that hype from uh, Inner Sandman. I think that was just an anomaly. Hundred percent. I think they're a good team, and they'll they'll do good in the ACC this year. But I don't think them coming out and beating West Virginia. I, I didn't think that was that big of a task. But yeah, I'm telling you, bro. Wrong. Inner Sandman, it will release your inner Super Saiyan Vegeta 
every time. I'm telling you. <laughs> I mean, it definitely did for them. I'm telling you right now it will. No matter what, bro. For whatever reason, bro, you get 70,000 people stomping the yard to some inner Sandman. You're winning the ball game. That's just the way it is. Who did they come out and beat uh, a few years back that was they were supposed to not beat? It was like a, a high-ranked opponent as well. Well, they, they gave Ohio State a good run back when Braxton Miller was there, but that was when he first became uh, a receiver. I forget. They gave him a good run that I game. I forget who it was. They, they won that one anyway. Yeah, uh, Virginia Tech's not that great. Uh, West Virginia, I don't know. I, I, I don't have a beat on them. I knew Virginia Tech was a, was going to be a flop. Um, they barely hit my tease dots of plus nine and a half. Um, right. I, uh, I don't have a beat on West Virginia, though. Who did they lose to, Illinois? Maryland. Maryland, that's right. First game of the year was a dogfight. Yep. That's right, but it was a good game. Um, yeah, I'm not sold on either team. I'm definitely not sold on VT. I think th- I think they'll be an eight nine win game, nine win team max. Yeah, I think too too. I, like I said, I think they'll do good in the ACC, but that that's about it. Do they play? Does the ACC championship or do they have a championship game now? Yeah, they always have, but it's always been a walk in the park for Clemson, which we can talk about them now because that was my next bet. Oh, we're ta- yeah, um, we're, ta- we're Clemson talking about minus twenty eight against Georgia Tech, and good God. I mean, there was a three-hour rain delay in in this one right there before half. So there was a lot of time that they waited. But even before then, they they were struggling. Offensively, I don't – DJ's not the guy. I mean, I don't know what they're supposed to do. But DJ is not the second coming of Trevor Lawrence like everybody in Clemson thought. Not yet. That's for sure. I I don't love – I don't love Clemson at all. I think they're an overrated team. I think they're going to be the third seed and they're going to get drugged by – Whoever the two seed is. Two. Whoever loses the SEC championship. Probably, yeah. I mean, you're probably – we're probably looking at another – we're probably realistically looking at another two SEC playoff team uh, experience this year. Um, Damien, Damien with the score should not – hey, Ryan, we need to get Dame on the show, bro. He is actually hilarious. Uh, <laughs> and he does this literally for a living. So, um, right. Uh, he says DJ is the Clemson Jeremy Johnson. It's not a bad. I don't. Bad yo, that right is there. such a hot take, but I don't disagree at all. I don't hate bro. that comparison right now. I do not disagree, bro. That is nutty. Oh no. That's actually a really good comparison. They better dude. hope not. They better hope not, or this no, it's not going to be a and good they, year. The, again, they're not going to lose a game. No. Well, hey, don't say that. Do you see how they just played at Georgia Tech? I will say this. I was speaking firsthand from a Division One standpoint during rain delays. If you're in the middle of a of a rain delay, it is borderline impossible to get back up and ready to play. And, and, and especially for them, like that long, and you're going to get stiff unless you're the underdog. If we go in yeah. and we played LSU in a midweek game and we had a rain out, we were still ready to play. If we were playing Jackson State on a Tuesday and it was pissing rain and we were out there at 930 starting the fourth inning, it's going to be a dogfight. We're going to have to walk them off or something because it, yeah. you're just not happy to be there, you know. <clears throat> you're not happy no, to be not there. at all. You have a party to be at. You have studying to do. You have other things to do on a Tuesday, you know, or, or on a Saturday night. At home, you're playing a terrible team, seemingly, and um, it's just uh, I don't know. I'm not into it. I I don't, I'm not into rain delays, and I understand where they're coming from. But also, if you're the number three team in the country, some no, they were like number six. Or if seven you're the or number like six that. team in the country, you handle Georgia Tech. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, everybody should handle Georgia Tech. They lost to Northern Illinois, who Michigan just drugged. No doubt. Logo sent, by the way. Well, yeah, we'll check them out in a minute, Dan. Um, it was uh, it was bad. It was a bad look for them. Hate to see it. Um, this will, this is gonna test this is gonna test Dabo's coach ability, coaching ability, no doubt. Yeah, I'm in. 100. I, I mean, but to be honest, we still had question marks about Clemson. Trevor Lawrence's freshman year when he came in, he had question marks written all over him. They go into the championship game and drag Alabama. So, yeah, we'll see, man. We'll see. I know I bet heavy on Bama that game. <laughs> I know, same. That's the truth. Lost heavy on that one. Um, what else do we got? You want to go ahead and move over to the NFL? Uh, no, Ole Miss over 76. You. That's right. Oh, easy claps, bro. Ole Miss, Tulane. We all knew. Over 76. 76, it seems like a lot of points. But when you're playing seven on seven like Mississippi, like Ole Miss plays, um, they're going to score 40 every game. And um, Tulane put up fat numbers against Oklahoma. It just makes sense. Yep. I know Ole Miss's defense is anemic. Um, over 76, at the very least, it was going to be a close one. Um, and, hey, overs only. I'm not betting unders anymore unless they're first half. <laughs> Uh, they always lose. I don't understand why, but they always miss. So um, over over 76 was a lock going into halftime, honestly. They had like 40-plus uh, going into half, I think, 40 or 50-plus. But uh, that was that was too easy on my last bet in college. Uh, we didn't really bet. We didn't really make definitive picks for the NFL this past week because we just did a, we did a long-ass podcast, super yeah. long pod. Um, if y'all haven't heard it, go check it out. It's a good one. Um Episode eighty, and uh, it was a uh, it was really good, but uh, we we didn't really get into the picks for the NFL because we it almost felt like we were short of time, even though we didn't have a really t- a time frame. Um, but uh, we will this week. We're gonna give our bets for NFL this week as well. Uh, so y'all hang tight. Um, we can talk about the NFL though. What uh what was your takeaways from the NFL this past season or this past Sunday? Yeah, so we can just start from the top. We'll start with uh, Thursday night game. Um, I actually didn't do bad in that game. I bet the over and I had some props and I, I did lose one prop and I about lost my mind. Um, Washington thirty thirty to twenty nine over the Giants. Giants are a little bit better than I thought. Washington's defense is really bad, um, and I really think they are missing Fitzpatrick because. I don't really like Heineke. I know what he did last year against the Bucks, but at the same time, nobody likes I just Heineke. He's still a substitute. Don't. Yeah, I, I think he's a Fitzpatrick, Fitzpatrick clone in the future, though. Um, I think Fitzpatrick. He should have used his legs more. I think. Yeah. He should have used his legs more. Yeah. Um, Giants shocked me, but they they should have won that game. They were the better team, to be honest with you. But at the same time. Washington should have never given the Giants an opportunity to win that game if they just hand the ball to Antonio Gibson and give let him get one more freaking yard. That's how that's how I lost that prop bet. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I took the over on his yards. You were devastated. So I remember. You hate to, you hate to see that. Um, next game, Raiders Steelers twenty six seventeen Raiders. Uh, Watch this game. It was the only game I had on at one o'clock. Same. And let me say, um, Derek Carr looked pretty good. Hey, hey, listen. Here's my question. Two of them are the Steelers' ass, like they were last year, towards the back end. Or I think so. Or or are the Raiders pretty good, dude? I think it's a combo because the the Steelers did just beat the Bills, who are a really dang good team, and they they went to the AFC Championship last year. But the Raiders, dude, and they did they beat them without Josh Jacobs too. Dude, I'm, they didn't have much of a run game, and Derek Carr got it I'm done. I'm telling you, bro, their receiving core is solid. Renfro, Ruggs, they get after it, bud. 
Renfro. Darren Waller. That's what I'm saying. They got a tight end that's an absolute vacuum. They have a slot guy that doesn't drop passes. And they have an absolute unit of a deep ball threat in in rugs. Yep. So, like, dude, their receiving crew, low-key, really good. If Derek Carr, all Derek Carr is just – all he has to do is just not make bad, bad decisions. And they're going to be in every game this year. Every single one. They should be. And – on the flip side of this coin, by the way, uh, Connor Cole says Jags did not cover this week, so we're just thankful for my week. I'm with you, bro. I, by the way, here's a fun fact: Alcorn if State, South Alabama, and a half. I told, I told you this, Ron. If <laughs> the Jags are ever a favorite in the game, you fade it. Always bet on the other team, always because they're not going to cover. And if they're not the favorite, the Jags are going to cover almost every time. I don't know why it is, but that's just the way it is. They overperform in in in, in underdog situations and underperform in in, in in top dog situations. Um, but back to my original statement. And then he said Big Ben is already midseason. <laughs> That's true, bro. Yeah, I was going to bring That's that up. Super That's true. hilarious. Uh, the Steelers are ass. Um, Najee Harris is the only heartbeat on the team. Um, when you don't have a quarterback, they got to get rid of Ben. As much as we hate to say it, Ben was uh, – a cog, uh, the one of the central cogs in the wheel that have has been the Steelers for the last two decades almost. But um, we got to get an electric quarterback in there, and we got to let Ben Roethlisberger go. He is uh, not a good quarterback. Yep. He doesn't move. He's literally like number twenty-two, the quarterback for Kentucky back when I was in like eighth grade. Um, the oh Lorenzo, pretty sure he didn't he just pass away. The hefty lefty, pretty sure he just passed away from morbid obesity. Yeah, he did like. Uh, yeah, like heart attack. Well, or anyway, but yeah, yeah, right. he it was, was a hefty lefty. Number, yeah, number twenty, and he beat. Didn't he beat LSU on that hail mary or whatever? Or vice versa, I think. Something LSU, like that. But he was. I think huge. LSU beat them on a hail mary on a freak accident. But um, yeah, he looks just like him in the pocket. Can't move. He literally can't move. No. He's still got a pretty good arm, even though it looks bad. But it's it's just he's so immobile. He's so old. You can tell every time he gets pushed yeah. down, he's in a lot of pain. It's um, it's an end of an era in the Steelers organization, and you hate to see it, but also you love to see it if you're Najee Harris, because they're. Yeah. But what that means is they're going to go and get a quarterback. What they need to do is go get a quarterback that has some athleticism, that's young, that can bring life into the team, and uh, because Ben's not doing it, because they got young talent, bro. They got Najee. Yeah. They got Juju. They got Claypool. You know, like. They got a good Washington and Deontay Johnson. Exactly. They have an electric offensive core, excluding the thirty-eight-year-old quarterback. Yeah, and their offensive line is really bad. And that's where I thought they were going to struggle this year. And you lose T.J. Watt at half, so or in the third, that's going to that turned the tide in my opinion. Hundred uh, percent. Next game: 49ers, Eagles. 49ers seventeen to eleven over the Eagles. Um, didn't watch this one, so I don't really have much of an opinion. Not too shocked by that. Um, I actually was just simply because the 49ers, they have Jimmy G back. Um, they should be in theory, the 49ers of three years ago of old where they were good. They're a double digit win team. Um, but another, another question arises, bro. Are are the Eagles competitive? Uh, I think they are. I think they're a good team. I think the NFC East is a little bit better than I anticipated coming into the season. Yeah. Um, I'm loving where Jalen Hurts is. I'm loving how he competes, as usual. Him and Devontae, baby. as usual, he always competes his ass off. No matter where he's at, he's gonna he's gonna be in the game. Um, even when he came in last year, his games were close. Even if they lost, they were dog fights. You know, he wasn't right. making terrible plays. Um, he's just a good, fundamentally sound quarterback. He always has been. Um, yep. 
I um I love I'm I'm loving what's going on in the Eagles Eagles organization. Um, question marks for the Forty Niners though, dude. What's going on over there? Mostert got hurt. He's he's done for a little while. Sermon um, got destroyed. Yeah, he did. He did. Uh, so there's some question marks for the Forty ers now. Um, moving forward, just gotta keep winning though. No doubt. No doubt. Let's talk about this game: the Rams and the Colts. The Rams. That was a weird. The one. Rams minus four looked like a mortal lock. Easy cash. And then we got backdoor slapped in our booty cheeks. We got bit by we got bent over. By Carson Wentz, who ended up spraining both his ankles on the same play. No, what it was was the botched punt snap. Oh, I mean that yeah. chalk that chalked the plus the minus four. That's what chalked the minus four. Carson Wentz is a walking injury and he needs to go coach. Because he's gonna break his body. Yeah, he's gonna break his body into two hundred and thirty-four pieces and never be the same again. Hey, man, just if go he be doesn't a coach. play this week, I'm betting against them. A hundred, hundred percent betting against the Colts. If they, who they, if who he they playing play this week? Um, I know the spread's minus five and a half. Let me look real quick because um, I know that that's one. Uh, they're playing the Titans at Tennessee in Nashville. Hold on, who's, yeah, the, who's favorite? One all day. Tennessee by oh, five. Oh, that's and a lock. Tennessee times minus five and a half is a lock. Derrick Henry. That's where they all the money's going to be this week. They found their stride against the Seahawks in in away territory and hostile ground. They found it. They found it. They reverted back to the bread and butter. Derrick for fifty carries. Oh yeah, you have to. You know he's a workhorse. He does not get tired. I have no idea why he's not the poster boy for Gatorade, but he's <laughs> literally he does not get tired. He's a robot. I don't understand it, but hey, he's a freak. He's an absolute unit. Yep. Um, that's an easy spread win. That's definitely already go ahead and put that pick in our Excel spreadsheet. Um I uh I, I didn't watch the Seahawks game, Titans game, but I heard it was a doozy. After the Raiders uh Steelers game, I was honestly so distraught. I had a teaser, by the way, and the only one that lost was Steelers plus one half. All they had to do was win outright. You hate they that. were a seven point favorite going into the game. All they had to do was just win outright and we were chilling. Oh, don't worry. I had the Cardinals and at like minus three or minus three and a half, and they they won thirty four to thirty three. So feel that pain. Um, let's talk Saints Panthers real quick. Twenty six to seven. Um, I the only reason I really want to talk about this is because you know the Saints destroyed Green yeah. Bay week one. Yeah. Then they come out and put up a doozy. Um, Panthers, I think, are actually pretty legit. I love their defense right now. They haven't given up a touchdown in the first half, any points in the first half at all, I don't think, in the first two weeks. Um, I just picked them up in fantasy just because I had Washington football team, and they suck. Yeah. But and the, here's why I wanted to talk about this, and I'm mad at myself for not betting this because we're taking this on our spreadsheet because, allegedly, um, Saints had seven coaches out with COVID as well as their best two um, defenders on defense were That's out. what I was going to bring up. Uh, the question kind of is answered. I mean, how important is coaching in the NFL? Yep. And, I mean, that showed. I, I told you guys that in the group text, and yet I didn't do it. I didn't pull the trigger. Um, that's on me. Dude, hey, stick to your gut, bro. I know. Hey, you just got to use logic sometimes, and sometimes you just overthink things. Just don't tinker with stuff. And I just overthought. And just go with what feels didn't right. Didn't do it. Didn't pull the trigger. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. I, um, I didn't take it either. Right. Uh, I, I know I took yeah. – uh, all I did was take Rams, Steelers, and then a few live lines, and then that teaser, and then that teaser missed, and I frowned. Yeah. Was the only, it was a 16 um, teaser going to win me 100 bucks on $10. Yeah, so let's talk about uh, Tua real quick. Bills, Dolphins, 35-0. Injury prone? 
walking injury? Tua, yeah, he needs to go ahead and start coaching as well. Um, because uh, he's not, to be honest with you, he's not a very good quarterback to begin with in the NFL. Um, he's a middle of the pack at best quarterback in the NFL. He's not definitely not top ten. Um, and I just don't see the value in him being out there. You know. Yeah, I mean, goes out, gets his ribs hurt, and then I mean, I don't think Jacoby looked bad by any means, but at the same time, I mean, you get shut out by the Bills, who are a dang good team, and I, I'm gonna say Josh Allen's back already. Whoa, dude, that's a hot take. <laughs> I think he's back. I don't think that. I think week one was a fluke, and he's he's here. <laughs> I'm with you. Damian said two ahead down that yes. road. The went try. I'm with you, bro. It really sucks to see. Um, the only the only problem with it, he's kind of heading towards a Wentz, super Wentz road because he didn't even win like rookie of the mm-hmm. year. He didn't make it to the playoffs yet. He hadn't done anything. Wentz has done. <laughs> Bones made that try. That's the truth, bro. It's um it's rough, yep. man. It's um. You hate to see it. I personally, I was never, I was, I've always been a skeptic of Dua, even at Bama. You know this. Yeah. I've always, I, I, I took it to the bank. You said Mac was a better quarterback last I year. I took, I took it to the bank. Mac Jones was a better quarterback than Tua. I took it to the, especially in that program. Um, maybe not elsewhere, but I knew for sure, definitively, he was going to be a better Alabama quarterback. Um, and lo and behold, but secondarily. He was always injury prone, and um, it's just guys get hurt. Guys can either handle pain or they can't. He can't handle pain. He's definitely terrible at showing that he can that if he is in pain. You know, like you know when that boy's in pain, always. Yeah. Um, and it's it's That's tough for, for sure. him. I'm sure he's a do. I'm sure he's a decent guy. I don't know him personally, <laughs> but uh, it, it's tough to see. Um, I uh, the future's pretty dim right now for the Dolphins. If you're if you're the Dolphins. Um, upper management, you're um, you're kind of antsy right now. You're antsy. Um, and I don't, I don't really know how to correct that. I don't know. I mean, do you, do you go and get another quarterback? Do you panic? Do you hit the panic button yet? Well, they were trying to go get Deshaun. There was those rumors, but I don't think you touch him. I just don't think. I, I don't want to get down, down that path. But, yeah, it's something they'll have to keep an eye on. I mean, they got Brissett, and he can, you know, hang in there for the, for the most part. Well, Jacoby held his own for the Colts. Colts. So was about, that's what I was saying. He was pretty good with the Colts until he got hurt. Yeah, he, he hurt I'm sure he, the only reason he didn't really move the ball, number one, because he probably wasn't super familiar with the scheme um, in term, relative yeah. to the Bills for that week. And secondarily, it's the Bills. Um, so he had yep. it's nothing but adversity coming in, coming into the game. So any any points was, was, a, was a plus there. Josh says he has a better God-given talent, but Mac is a competitor. Um, I think he has a better – yeah, I think he, he definitely has a more arm talent. So he's more physically gifted. I don't disagree with you there. I think, uh, but he, I think he's, I mean, to be fair, I think he's more physically gifted than a lot of, he's more athletic than Tom Brady. Guess what? Tom Brady's the best quarterback to ever live on the planet. Um, so it's, uh, and, uh, I think Mac has that. Mac makes the throws. Mac, Mac makes, Mac makes the throws. He makes the smart throws. You can tell he's composed. You can tell he reads the defense properly when he plays. Um, Mac has a more quarterback, quote unquote, stereotypical build. Uh, and makeup. Um, Tua was a better, more electric player in college because college is a more electric event. It's a more electric environment, uh, in, in my experience. Um, yeah. Because there's more, there's less talented people on the field. There's more opportunity to make more crazy plays. Uh, look at me, look at a uh, look at little but little guy number two for Texas A&M, the loser. 
Oh, Manziel. Manziel. Look at Manziel. He was a freak in college. Look what he did in the NFL. He, he couldn't do the dumb shit he did in college and in the NFL and, and make it up. It's just it's not the way it is. Mac is built for the NFL. Um, onward uh, to the hey, let's go to the Patriots game. Um, Patriots yeah, Jets. Uh, I want to talk about Patriots those Jets. Anyways. I think we um, all knew Zach Wilson was going to be a flop. Uh, yep. Anybody that has a brain was going to was going to know he was going to be mediocre at best. He was going to be another Sam Darnold at best. But I mean, look what Sam Darnold's now. Might just be a Jets curse. I don't know. Um, Might be. But four interceptions against the Patriots. You're not going to win. You're not beating. You're not beating Chilton County High School with with four interceptions. You know. Um, no. that's uh, you hate to see it, but on the flip side of that coin, Mac looked just like vintage Tom Brady before they were great, making smart decisions, not not crushing the stat line, but getting a quality team win. Um, that's uh, that's that's so textbook Patriots football, and I'm sure Belichick was just just rock hard, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, watching yeah. going back and watching, he's like, God, I have another gem, I have another diamond in the rough right now. I have a guy. Mac could be the greatest Alabama quarterback in the NFL ever, including Namath. Um, so um I, I I'm and I, I know that's soon, but dude, just look at the kid play. It's just common sense. And barring injury, he's gonna be a solid quarterback in the NFL until he wants to not play anymore. Yeah, and I think this is just going to go into because it was one of the ones I I actually picked was Patriots like minus six or minus five and a half, as well as like minus five and a half, minus six against the uh, for the Broncos over the Jags. Um, it's just going to be two bets I make every single week um, until it's proven proven otherwise. Fade the Jets, fade the Jags. I mean, they're they're just two really bad teams. Yeah, they they're they're the bottom feeders of the league, and I'm just going to fade them every week, especially if you can get a nice line like that. I agree. Um, I agree. I agree. Yeah. Um, I didn't get to watch it, but either one of those games I didn't get to watch. I was a little mad because I needed the Broncos to get the 24. Um, they didn't do it. They got down to the four and need out. So you hate to see that. But yeah, yeah, I just, they're bad teams, man. I don't know how long Urban's going to stay in Jacksonville. I mean, for his sake, I kind of hope he sticks around for another few years because these things, when you take over a bad program or a bad franchise, it takes so time. much time. That you can't just bail. Yeah, and um, um, I, I hope he doesn't bail. And I think the Jets can get there with Salah, but I mean, again, Zach Wilson, you can't throw that many picks. You can't. It's just the Jets look bad. Um, it's just it's not even fair. No, it looks really bad. Um, Josh says uh, he uh, he hopes Jacoby will do well, and he's ready to see Will Fuller lined up right beside a Waddle. And I don't disagree. Yeah, he's back this week. As a Dolphins fan, that is a, that is going to be interesting to watch. I don't know about exciting. Maybe it's exciting, but I think the proper adjective is interesting and intriguing um, because uh, you, this is your first week with your new quarterback, seemingly, and um, and you got another asset that's adding to the offense. So that will be interesting for you guys. Um, I agree with that for sure. Um, the Jags look like shit, and uh, Urban Myers, he's he's I'd say he's four more losses away from faking another heart murmur and going back into commentating. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. We'll see with him and them. Um, but, yeah, fading those two teams the entire season. Um, let's talk about the Sunday night game and the Monday night game, and then we'll get into our picks for this week. Uh, Chiefs-Ravens, I mean, good God. The Chiefs just, they just can't cover. They can't cover. I mean, it was two and a half. They should have won the game, but good God. I don't want to say this because I have. Lamar's a freak. I, yeah, Lamar's. They always have really good games, though, those two teams. They always um, do. Should have bet the over on that. 100% should have pounded it. 
I don't want to say this because I have some money on the futures for these guys, but how good are the Chiefs? Offensively, they're still really good. I mean, they can just throw a touchdown on one play like yeah, that. I mean, but you know what the Ravens did? They neutralized Tariq Hill. They neutralized him. He only had a few yards. I think he had five catches on 14 yards or something like that. Had him in fancy. Didn't do me any good. Um, I didn't know that. And then, you uh, again, here we are with their defense. So, I think they'll be fine. It's just one of those games. Lamar had to get the monkey off his back, and he even said it. Um, it was one of those games. You should have saw it coming. But especially after the way the Ravens looked the week before, I'm surprised they did this, especially being down three running backs. But, hey, I mean, hats off to Lamar. He had a great game. Thank you for the fantasy points. Hats off to gang, you. Gang. But the Chiefs, I mean, I, I don't think it's – I mean, it's one-point loss, nothing to sweat about. Yeah, um, I don't think so either. Uh, I think their offense was still extremely electric. I think that uh, their defense definitely has some holes we need to shore up. But um, I think all in all, they'll be just fine. The Ravens look – I think – I don't, I don't want to say it was fluky because everybody gets up to play the Chiefs, just like everybody gets up right. to play Alabama, you know, that kind of deal. Um, everybody yeah. plays their best game against the best team. It's just the way it is. But um, I don't know. I'm I'm still on the on the fence with the Ravens right now, especially with all of the all of the injuries. Same. Marcus Peters being out is a bigger blow than I think the three running backs because Lamar can pick up that speed, uh, pick up that slack. But I don't think they ha- anybody can replace Marcus Peters on the other side. Yeah, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree. Uh, Monday night game: Packers Lions. Packers win big, thirty five seventeen. Um, had the over there and a couple of prop bets, so glad they did what they did. Aaron Rodgers is back. Um, I think he just needed to rock, knock the rust off the first game. Um, I, yeah, they look good. The Lions, hey, they put up a fight there for the first half, but when it comes down to it, the Lions is the Lions, and Greenberry ran away with it. Yeah, we all we I all. I think knew they that still have coming. issues on defense, though. Yeah, but we all we all knew that was coming. Um, I think the Packers are going to do just fine. I think they make another playoff bid. And um, I think it might. I think we might be looking at another. Uh, what is it? NFC. Yeah, NFC. NFC Tampa, yeah, Green Bay. We're gonna see another repeat of that. I don't know, man. This week, this this can kind of roll into everything. Um, Aaron Jones had four touchdowns. Devontae over a hundred yards. I mean, they just they were good. They were. Dang, I mean, that's all we can really say about that game. But I mean, we can go ahead and roll this in. Just what you were talking about. Um, this week's matchup. I actually think this one might be closer to anything. Buccaneers, Rams. Bucks, Rams. I mean, the Rams are a team I think you have to keep your eye on. And we talked about this before the season. I think then with Matt Stafford, they're a dangerous team now. And they have a great defense. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those games you just always stay away from. You know? Oh, I mean, I'm not going to gamble it because it's uh, – yeah. Oh, it's not even on here. It's not even listed. I know it's like one and a half right now. Is it really? It's going to be a pick. Hey, fix your video. Yeah, it's going to end up being a pick em. It's going to end up being a pick em game. So um, it's just one to watch. I think it's that's one of those playoff type of games that are going to be fun to watch. Um, defensively, Rams are probably going to get after Brady, in my opinion. I would not be shocked. Um, but we both. I can't believe that's not. Me and you both here. know that Brady's going to have a scheme ready for it. Um, True. It's good. It's definitely going to be interesting. 
I still really like Stafford. I still really like Stafford. Um, they looked good again. Uh, that botched punt just flipped the tide. That's the only – if they don't botch that punt, they win probably by a 10. Um, but that botch punt was really tough to watch just because it's just so freak, you know. That just doesn't ever happen. Yeah. So um, that's unfortunate, but um, I do – I am very intrigued by that game. I am too. Um, so let's go ahead and get into our picks for this week, Cam. Let's do it. Let me hop in here real quick, and I'm going to make these on the fly. You got the spreadsheet up and ready? I do. I do. Got it on the laptop in front of me. Uh, I'll go ahead and give mine, or at least one or two of mine while you get that go going. Um, I've got Kentucky minus five and a half against South Carolina. I said this earlier at the beginning of the podcast and later on. Um, I just don't think Carolina's any good. I just don't. They have some weapons with Josh Van and Doty can drop it in there, but I think Kentucky's just going to take it to them and they're going to beat them on the ground. It's probably going to be a game you could see the under hitting as well. Um, but I, I just think Kentucky runs away with this one. Kentucky's going to be a hard out for most teams in the East this year. Um, they could be, you know, their best team. I don't disagree. Potentially second if they can get Florida. Yeah, I don't disagree. I don't disagree. My first pick is going to be SMU plus nine and a half. SMU looks pretty good this year. This this past week it got a little antsy, but it actually showed them what they're made of. Um, I, the team looks pretty good. Their offense is stellar. Um, it's either it would either be the SMU plus nine and a half or the over. Honestly, I'm leaning I'm leaning more towards uh, plus nine and a half. I'll probably end up taking both because I'm an addict. But um, <laughs> uh, we're gonna go our first pick at uh, SMU plus nine and a half. Yep. Uh, my next pick, I've got Louisiana Tech, minus 11. Um, they, they've they looked good. You know, they came out blue. Uh, they scored a lot of points against SMU last week. But, I mean, they're, they're a solid team. Let me let me get to their, their matchup real quick. They're playing North Texas, and North Texas just isn't good, simply put. They're just not a good yeah, team. Yeah, they're bad. They're bad. Bolger actually came in with an inquiry about the Ryder Cup. Um, we will actually let's we can dabble in the Ryder Cup. This is a big this is a huge weekend for sports. So let's dabble in the Ryder Cup after these picks. It really for is. sure. Um we'll get into that. Danny also said solid takes, but I have no idea what anyone is saying. Well turn your turn your volume up, man. That's crazy. Um let's see here. My next pick is going to be Hmm. I'm going with dude. I'm going with Louisville, minus two. I think that's honestly probably a I, – I like that one, I think too. that's a lot. Like Florida that State's too. dog shit. They're played, they played the Gamecocks at home and took a fat L against an FCS team. Um, bad. They're just bad. Um, Louisville, their quarterback, at the very least they can score. Uh, so I, I just think Florida State's the worst football team. That's the reason I'm taking minus two. It's almost obvious. It's almost too obvious to where it makes me kind of want to play Florida State plus two or maybe even money on. But uh, I'm going to go with the more obvious approach, and I'm going to take Louisville minus two. I don't like – I don't mind that. Um, next pick I have, this one shouldn't come by any surprise just because of who we're playing this weekend. Uh, Georgia minus 35. I mean, Vandy's just Vandy. They suck. They, um, they're atrocious. They shouldn't be in the SEC. And they just lost their leading running back. So, I think we beat them. They might not even score. Um, they shouldn't score unless it's garbage time like Carolina did. Um, that's the only way they even get points on the board, in my opinion. Um, we're going to crush them. Defense is nasty. 
JT's going to throw for bomb after bomb after bomb, in my opinion. Don't hate it. I don't hate it. Uh, I'm going to take my next game. I am going to take Arkansas money line. I have that bet, too. Do you have Arkansas money line? I do have Arkansas money taking, line, and I got the plus five and I'm a half. I'm taking Arkansas money line to the bank. I was going to take under, but I, I, even though they ran the ball so much, they still put up fat numbers on Texas, which, I mean, that's not really saying much. Right. But I don't want to mess with the total, to be honest with you, even though Texas A&M's offense is bad. Uh, so I'm yeah. just going to take – I'm going to – The under there would be a, the only thing. I wouldn't mess with the over. Definitely though. not over. Um, I'm Arkansas money line to hell with it. To hell with five points, boys and girls. To hell with five points, chat. They're gonna win outright. It's at Arkansas. It's an absolute electric factory there. And now they actually have some. It's not in Arkansas. Where is it? Neutral. Dallas. Yeah. Cowboy Stadium. Oh my Jerry God! Lee. I retract. We're gonna go Arkansas plus five. We're gonna go Arkansas plus five. I repeat, over. Oh, I love that. That was nutty, dude. Hell no. Nah. I didn't know it was neutral, bro. Yeah, Arkansas plus five. I'm not going outright on that. If it was in, if it was Ann Fayetteville, easy money line. Probably be, it'd probably be a pick'em. Right. That makes more sense, though, honestly. So the more we've gone through this, the more I've actually liked this weekend, unlike what I said earlier. Yeah, same. Honestly, what's your next pick? Or is that the? Is that your next pick? Well, I have Arkansas plus five and a half and the money line. I've already put money on those love. or allegedly put money on I love those. That. Um, I'll tell you a bet I love, especially especially if this can get the 21, and I have my fingers crossed that it does. I might just buy it yeah. up to it. Um, Rutgers against Michigan. I think it's just a big number, and Rutgers has looked pretty good this the first three weeks. They are I think three they and know. Hey, I think the Greg Schiano Rutgers team might be able to keep that number within 21. Um, I hope I'm right. I just think it's a massive number. Honestly, you tease it up to 21. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I hope it gets there, so I don't have right. to do that. But at the same time, I love that. Um, my next pick's Auburn minus 27. They're playing Georgia State. It's at home. Um, they've beaten everybody by a billion points. They just came off a loss. It was tough. I think uh, Harsom gets them back ready to go because, to be honest with you, Auburn still technically, uh, technically has everything to play for. Um, because that was non-conference. So um, I think they still come out and they handle their business. I think they can win by four touchdowns. I got Auburn minus 27 there for sure. Um, I think that might be – I mean, that looks good, to be honest. Georgia State looks terrible. So um, I like minus 20. Yeah, I like Auburn minus 27 there. Yep. Um, This might be my last bet so far that I'm going to give out on the pod Um, because I do like your SMU plus nine and a half. Um, I might write that on my own, but uh, Toledo minus five against Ball State. Ball State's just atrocious. Um, they're not good. They were a covering machine last year, but they're not good this year. Toledo almost beat Notre Dame. Probably should have. So give me Toledo minus five. I heard that. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna. I might get crazy here. Hold on. I think I'm gonna go. Akron plus 49 against Ohio State. Oh, my God. Akron plus 49 against Ohio State. Take it to the bank. That's a lot of points. 49 points, bud? 
That's a lot of points. That's seven touchdowns. That's a lot you of points. You know what I'm saying? Plus yeah. PATs. I'm hey, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Forty nine, huh? You think they just they dropped eighty on their head? Okay, I doubt it. If they win by, I'll say this: if they win by forty nine, they hit the over. Yeah. Um. They definitely you do. You know what I'm saying? Um. But I'm taking Akron plus forty nine. And I'm done. Okay. Sounds about right. Um, let's move into the NFL. Um, do you have anything for Thursday night? We got Carolina versus Houston, minus eight. Tyrod Taylor is out. Um, this might be a game I'm looking at the under 42 and a half here. I hear you. I hear you. Also, one of my, I Tampa Bay Rays won outright. So, oh, nice. hey, a little free 15, whatever. Um, let me get there real quick. Actually, hey, let's dab, let's dab on the Ryder Cup real quick uh, since Boulder asked about it. Ryder Cup, what are your takeaways on the Ryder Cup? I'm going to look up the news here. We're going to look at it, and let's get some opinions. America needs to win. Team USA has to win. They've been getting crushed by the Euros, and there's no ifs, ands, or, or buts about it. They have to win. I agree. They have to win. This is must win. It does seem that way. Um, I love that they picked. Uh, I love that captain's pick, I'm pretty sure, was, uh, was, was Spieth. Um, he's played really good. He has really played really good. Yeah, I, there's some odds out there that you can get like who's gonna have the highest score, um, most points or whatever. Um, obviously for the Americans, JT is the most is the favorite and de- deservedly so. But Jordan's one of those sneaky ones because he, like you said, he's played a lot of good golf this year. Probably should have won a few more tournaments than he did because he's been right there at the end. But hey, he's played a lot better than he has in the past. No doubt. Um, he looks good. Uh, I, I love. I'm a big Spieth fan in general because he's so polarizing uh, in terms of he's either gonna shoot a 61 or an 81. You know, like that's right. just the kind of guy he is. Uh, he's he's a lot of fun to watch for sure. Um, I uh, you 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 gotta hope USA wins. They're a minus 200 favorite. Um, I uh, don't really see anything outstanding that I'm seeing though uh, in terms of betting. I uh, I will say this though, bro. Europe is way better than uh than you would think, bro. They have they, I mean they have young guys. They got the old guys. They got Victor Hovland, young stud. They got Tommy Fleetwood. He's always in the top ten. They got Rory. He's kind of washed up, but he's pretty good. They got John Rahm. Good God, he's the best golfer in all the land. Um, they got Sergio. He's okay, I guess. They got Shane Lowry, solid, and Paul Casey. Uh, all those guys are absolute units. Obviously, John Rahm is going to be the guy, the guy, guy. Yeah, he is. Um, but uh, I, um, I, I, I like their lineup: Rory, Victor, Tommy, Sergio. I mean, those guys can play golf. It's uh, obvious. It's Poulter um, there. Ian Poulter, obviously. Yeah, I mean, God, but also guy I can't stand. Listen him. to this roster, bro: Justin Thomas, Bryson, Dustin Johnson, Spieth. Xander Shoffley, Brooks Kepka, Colin Morikawa, Tony Finau. I mean, Jesus. If they don't win, it's this is a stacked yeah. team. They have to win. And Rom's played really good. Um, but he I'm pretty sure he missed a cut last week in the in the Fought Knot or Fort Knot, whatever it was. So Fano. I think team team USA minus one ninety should hit. You would hope. You would hope. You would hope. Let's go over to uh, NFL now, and let's check them out. Um, yep. I'm going to look at my lines real quick. Uh, go ahead with a pick if you got one. 
It's that Tennessee minus five and a half against the Colts, especially this one's going to be a wait and see until Sunday. Um, If Wentz is ruled out, that's a game I'm 100% taking. So I might wait and put this one on the card until I hear more about that. But if that happens, give me the Titans. I hear you. Um, Is Ben Ben ruled out altogether? Big Ben? No, he's playing, I think. Um, put this as my tentative pick. Uh, if he's out, I just don't have enough info. But if he, I'm t- saying if he does play, I'm taking Steelers minus three over the Bengals. Yeah. I'll highlight it yellow. I'll do the same for mine. Perfect. I got my I got my next pick as well. It's uh, I'll let you finish. I'll just highlight it yellow. All right, good. <laughs> yes, sir, Dan. You got to <laughs> hammer them. Um, my next pick as well is Seattle Seahawks minus one and a half over the Vikings. Don't hate that one. Especially coming off a yeah. loss. Where's that one at? This one's at it's at In Minnesota, Minnesota. But but they came off a terrible loss, let's be honest. They should have won that game. Clock management wins that game. Right. You know? Yep. Um And then uh, what else? Uh, what else am I looking at, dude? I'm going. I'm going. I'll tell going you what. Panthers Texans over forty two and a half. You're going with the over, over. forty two. Tell you a bet I like for that one. Let me get it pulled up real quick. First half, yeah. I'm taking the Panthers first half minus four and a half. Okay. I like that better than taking eight. It's going to be Davis Mills because uh, Tyrod Taylor's out. Oh, so I, I think didn't know that. Retract my oh, – yeah. I didn't know that, bud. Yeah, Tyrod Taylor's oh, out this week. Take, it's Davis Mills. Take that out of my bets, my bets, bud. Bottom line. Yeah, that's. I'm rolling with Panthers minus, minus four love, and a half there because they don't give I up I love points. your bet there then. Minus four and a half is a lock. Yeah, you like that? that? You want to do it? For sure, bud. Yeah, I've got the same thing, man. I, I just the Panthers again. They've looked better than I thought they were. They would. I mean, hey, I don't know what <coughs> Darnold did, but he's he's figured it out. Maybe Matt Rule's a genius over there. I just think that he's out of the the New York Jets organization. I think it's a toxic atmosphere. When's the last thing? When's the last time you heard anything out of uh Quentin Williams? Quentin Williams? Quentin? The the guy that came from Bamman? Oh, you got a good point. I mean, yeah, he was a stud, and now all of a sudden he's just nothing. You know. Yep. Um, I think it's just a toxic environment. Uh, that's my. I those are the only bets you. I'm t- I'm I'm t- attacking. To be honest with you, I might look at the Packers 49ers later on in the week, uh, to see if that number goes below three. If it starts plugging away, it is already at minus one twenty at plus three and a half. It might go to plus four. If it goes, to, it might go to plus three three. If it pushes to plus three. I don't know. I, I'm I'm gonna withhold judgment on the Packers 49ers. Actually, I'm not. I'm not. I'm immature. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah, and now I'm looking at my you know fade this fade the Jets right now, and that's at ten and a half against the Broncos, and I don't know on that one because they they let the Jags hang around, and if that was the case, they wouldn't have covered last this past weekend. That's true. So, um, that's gonna be one I watch. See if it comes down a little bit. If not, then we'll roll there. 
Um, I got my eye on the Falcons-Giants game as well. I don't have a side on that one because, to be honest with you right now, I think the Giants are the better team than the Falcons. But the Falcons gave Tom Brady a run for their money there until the fourth quarter where they just fell apart and started throwing two pick sixes in a row. That's just Matt Ryan. Um, if I have a lean there, it's going to be the over 47 and a half. Yeah. Um, that's one I'm watching. Yeah, I don't hate that either. I don't hate that either. And I, hey, tell you one that I'm watching, this one I think I'm going to end up pulling the trigger on. Um, New England versus Saints. Hey, hey, bud. Patriots are minus three right now at plus mm-hmm. 100. This one's going to get down to two and a half. Think so. That I do. I do believe so. I think that's one to watch. Um, I just I don't really have a whole lot of faith in the Saints right now with both Davenport and Lattimore out. So that's something you got to watch. That's true. That is very very true. I'm not going to touch it uh, because I still have a little faith in the Saints. I'll be honest with the coaching staff. I think they're they do just fine. Um, yeah. Uh, so in New England though against Belichick. That's, that's also true. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna touch it yet, though. Hey, watch me Sunday. Yeah. You, you know me, dude. I'll put. I'll put a bet. I'll put a live bet in. It might be an under. Hey, might be an underplay there as well because you know Belichick and that defense. They don't give up points, and then the Saints have a great defense as well. I, unless they play the Panthers, apparently. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah, this week's NFL lines are kind of all over the place. It looks like a lot of people are going to be leaning the the favorites per usual. Like you got the Browns Bears, both at one and one. Browns at home minus seven. Like I, I wouldn't feel comfortable betting that. Um, what else? I don't feel comfortable in that Green Bay game, but that's one to watch. In the Monday night game right now, got minus three and a half Cowboys. That that's a wait and mm. see. If I had a lean right now, uh, probably the Cowboys. Honestly, yeah, I don't hate that either. They beat a good Chargers team. I don't hate that. I I, I like the Cowboys this year. As much as I hate to say it. Yeah, might be an overplay over 51 and a half there because Dallas's defense ain't that good. Yeah. Um, I know they did. They held um, the Chargers good, but they didn't look good against Brady. Philly, they they got a pretty good little offense there with Jalen and Devontae. So that's one to watch is the over or the Cowboys minus three and a half. If that could come down to three, I would love that. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. Let's wrap this thing up by looking at these new logos, and let's get some people excited. We can clip it and put it uh, and post it and show people our new logo variants. Um, I'm actually going to hop in Discord real quick. I think Danny's in here. He don't know I'm going to do this, unless he's watching the stream, in which case he knows I'm about to do this. Uh, but uh, I'm going to hop in real quick. We're going to pull these logos up and see if we, we want to tweak them. Daniel! Danny! You're on stream. What are you doing? Nah. He's not routed in, though. Hang it up. <laughs> All right, we're about to we're about to check these uh we're about to, we're about to check these uh logos out. Hey, you want to wrap the pod and then we'll just keep continue on the stream. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, let's do that. Let's do that. All right, uh, real quick, Danny, hold on. Hey guys, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Um, once again, another good long, girthy, lengthy podcast, and and we really appreciate y'all being here. Um, thank y'all very <laughs> very much. Um, once again, like, rate, review, subscribe to the channel. We're still growing, man. It's been awesome. This is episode eighty two. Um, 
And uh, spread the word, man. We're doing it live again. We had another good uh, viewership in there. It was really cool to see some of my old teammates and some of my old buddies come in and compliment and, and uh, comment at us and kind of roast my audio quality, and it was a really good time. So I uh, hope you guys enjoyed the uh, enjoyed the, the podcast, and uh, we're good here. Uh, peace and love. And uh, you got anything else, Ryan? No, y'all have a great weekend. Hey. Stick in there, guys. We're fine. We're gonna we're gonna have a good weekend this week. I promise. If anything, fade our picks, and you're gonna do great. You're gonna do great. Regardless, peace and love this weekend, guys. And um, y'all have a silly goose time, man. Stay out there.